the thirst is real. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Thirst. Super excited that I did another week of nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. If you're a Housewives fan, I'm sure you've heard The Real Housewives of Potomac, arguably one of the best franchises, has been postponed. It's been postponed till summer. I'm hearing August, mostly because of the fact that there's two cities on right now. As you know, Orange County, New Jersey, and Married to Medicine, Atlanta, they stopped filming, obviously, because of COVID-19. So now they pushed back Potomac, which was kind of a tough pill to swallow. But at least the you know reality TV gods are looking out for us to make sure that we have fresh content year round. I really don't want to start by talking about like obviously this crisis. I just hope that everybody is healthy and safe and using reality TV as a healthy distraction or a coping mechanism because that's what I've been doing. So I just want to dive into today's episode. Today I'm calling some of my funny favorite gals from New York. It's Joe and Dom again. And we're going to be talking about the relatives of New York and Drag Race. Honestly, it's kind of hard to go really in-depth talking about white women binge drinking in the Hamptons, and then the Drag Race episode was somewhat lackluster. So, yeah, we I just think overall the energy last week it was just kind of dim, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to breathe new energy into this week. It's going to be a great week. And then after I talk to the boys, I'm going to call up Olivia, and we're going to talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, yeah, just sending you positive vibes, love, Oh my god, I can't oh my god, I can't believe I didn't talk about this. But before we dive into my call with the boys, I found out that Miss Minnie, if you don't watch Little Women in Atlanta, you know that I mean I watch every single show that has a confessional in it. But Little Women Atlanta, one of the stars, Miss Minnie, got hit by a car and has died. It was a hit and run, which like pisses me off. Like if you're gonna oh, I mean, I can go into like how cowardly hit and runs are, but Oh, it just broke my heart. She was just, you know, she 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 brought a lot to the show. She was one of the main cast members. It was just, I don't know. I feel really, really bad. It kind of put a damper on my mood today. But R.I.P. Miss Minnie, you did a lot for television. You made me laugh. So this one's for you. And yeah, let's ring up these boys and talk drag queens. What's up, boys? Ah, uh, well, baby, you called. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Alrighty. Another week of nonsense, but I'm just gonna dive into Drag Race because we all know we're doing the same thing we did last week. I just can't believe you invited us back. Right now, because this is more. This is like fun. You know what I mean? Sorry to, sorry to all the listeners. Thought you heard the last of us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this week our queens were tasked with being political candidates in a debate, which I kind of like this kind of challenge because if you're going to be America's Next Drag Superstar, when you get out of the race, please do something with your crown and like advocate, be doing, you know, moving the gay agenda forward. So it's kind of a taste on how they can handle that. Any standouts? Anybody that you're like, hey, this bitch killed it? Huh. I'm I'm always going to say, well... I'm not going to say always, but still, as of now, I'm on Team Crystal. Right. She I, shocked me. Funny, and, like, without being absurd. And she killed me in, like, the cat mini challenge. 
right. the cat me challenge was that was really funny. I did love the um, mullet business in the front party in the platform. <laughs> um, I'm I was I was here for that. That Who was made, that made the comment about like the bare chest and the bare back? Crystal. Uh, yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> I was howling. Yeah, and her no, she was great. Was great. Her what was great? Her makeup. Yeah, and her runway look was fun, but we'll talk about runway looks in a sec. Um, yeah. Really, I was shocked that the judges didn't like Widow Von Do. I thought she did good. But she did the same thing that she did in the commercial challenge where she was just like speaking matter of factly, like none of right, it was right. funny. It was just like the angry politician, like whoever, Heidi was like, she's an angry politician and that's all we're getting. <laughs> no, no standout moments from that for me. I just liked when she was like, if she can't win the battle against her beard, how can she win the battle against him for America? I was like, yeah. okay. But that was probably her only joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what was interesting was we didn't see enough Sherry Pie, but it almost seemed as though the two frontrunners, Sherry Pie and Gigi Good, should have or could have been in the bottom this week, but they were not. Right. Yeah, well, they, Gigi did not nail that episode. No. She, she had like robotic route again was not. not People great. like reading her for that too. They're like, all she's doing is being a robot and saying the word bitch. I'm like, but she's still doing it better than anybody else. But. This she looks great. Like, mm. Yeah, she, she looked great, though. Yeah, she always looks phenomenal. But this brings up an interesting point of, like, if, you know, we'll have to be well-rounded to be America's Next Week Superstar, her lacking kind of that political component. I saw it one of two ways. One, people are going to be like, hey, she shouldn't win because, like, she has no idea what she's doing. She's just a fashion queen. Or two, it's like she was being very honest. She's like, I don't really know what's happening, and it kind of scares me, and I don't want to get involved. Do you think this is going to hurt her? For getting her crown i mean i think it's altogether fair that she was like being upfront and not pretending like she knows things sure. about politics that she doesn't know but like in regards to somebody who's a look queen and has you know rocks between their ears might i introduce you to violet tchotchke like yeah true she brought nothing to the table and she still looked incredible and she i mean she won yeah true I'm not uh, saying that Gigi is dumb because I don't think Gigi, I think Gigi is so smart, but I just love that she was like straight up about being like, I don't get it. Yeah, no, I respected that too. And it's true. Like I think for a lot of like queer kids too, it's like just so daunting to actually understand what's happening in the world without having to see like negative after negative after negative. Yeah. I mean, she's also what, 21, 22 years old. Yeah. I don't think I give a fuck about yeah. or any of that. Yeah, 100%. Speaking of another kind of good episode for Heidi in the closet, she was cute. Such a doll. Yeah, I, hers, the cat, I was, I was howling. She, I, Her cat? Yeah, she was a mess, but I was laughing. I was going to say, because she had no idea what to do with that, but it was a little, but it was, it was funny. Um, um, I was going to talk I'm about um, no more closets. <laughs> what was her name this week? What did she change it to? Heidi Hydrates. Heidi Hydrates. Yeah, I know we were convinced that she was going to change her like Twitter handle by the end of the episode. But is she still going with Heidi in the closet strong? Yeah, at least on Twitter. Yeah, maybe she'll have like a reveal at the reunion or finale. Like yeah. this is my new name. 
easily the worst of the pack was Jackie Cox. It just didn't land. Yeah. Um, no real standout, you know, remarks or anything that I can remember from the political debate piece of it. I still think she showed a bit of like, range, not range, but she was still quick and smart when what's his name? The the T-Rex doctor was like, and I challenge you not to say anything about Canada. And she was like, I'm here to speak the Trudeau. I mean, the truth. <laughs> yeah, like that very- was quick. It, it's kind of tough. It's like, you have to find that fine line between being overprepared and like sticking to your jokes and like kind of just winging it and improving. I think if like our commentary tells you anything, people just really had not a lot to say about this whole political episode like it just wasn't very fun like the most fun part of the episode were when they were pretending to be cats and half of them didn't even know what to do but like the political side it was like nobody's ever going to beat chad michaels right it's true (laughs) like that's never gonna the yellow red is never gonna be beat (laughs) it's so true um yeah no political standouts here and this episode was kind of a dud in terms of like no iconic moment i mean the runways were cute but none of them were like to die for i love Gigi's little revolutionary war hero outfit right that was easily the best it was a fierce look but it also was like okay you know she and colonial drag like there wasn't you know it wasn't it could have been any challenge it could have been mike bush's halloween costume which it was (laughs) i just didn't get this theme because it's the what happened like, I don't, I thought it was like a cute idea. Like what was, the theme was about like stars and stripes or something. And yeah. obviously went like sparkly star. So yeah. she went outside of looking like a flag, which is True. great. I just didn't get this concept because the whole promo of the season is America. Like that's what their promo looks were. It's so like, it, like it literally was the, you think they would, would have all just worn their promo looks. Right. <laughs> which were better. Yeah. <laughs> And then the elimination, I mean, in the grand scheme of the season, it was kind of obvious Widow was going to go. Um, but I thought it could have been a double Shantae with that lip sync. Mostly maybe because all the lip syncs were shitty. I understood, like, and I loved Jackie's message. I stand behind it. She's getting a lot of shit on Twitter, and I think that she's handling it very well. But, like, I wish that she would have just, like, railed us with a crazy-ass reveal. Like, right. you have done so much. And, like, Widow... <laughs> I'm sorry, when you ripped those stars, which looked like they were Velcroed onto you off, you were wearing a very basic dress, but Jackie could have been like, stars and stripes moment number two, you know? Yeah, she could have had, you know, sparklers that she just lit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to predictions. Next week, we are at the top six. So we are technically two, whoa, two episodes away from the finale. It's going to be Jackie or Heidi, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think it's going to be Jackie, but... And we don't... There is no buyback this season, right? Because they would have... Which was weird, because that's usually after the first four go home. Right, yeah. They haven't done a returnee in a while, like, from the same season. Like, they've had Vanjie or whatever, but they haven't brought somebody back. Like, top six. Yeah. Do we know anything about next week's episode? Like, what the theme is or any of that? I haven't watched any promos, actually. You're right. Yeah, I don't even think they put anything out. They're probably scrambling, trying to correct themselves after that horrible <laughs> celebrity episode. 
<laughs> yeah. That was tough. We'll get to that later. Right. Um, um, I think for next week, you know, it could, it could be Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. Depends yeah, she, on the challenges. If it's an acting challenge, it, she could do well. And then Heidi could be like screwed, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want a good lip sync. Like the, the lip syncs this season have been just overall, just the biggest disappointment. I would yeah. like to see a Jada Essence Hall lip sync. Yeah, true. And turn it out. But like, I, we, we should see it. Yeah. I think what's going to happen now <laughs> is that they're not doing a top four. <laughs> They're doing just top three and they're going to film something at home and they're going to air it and then pick a winner. Have you read this on Reddit or is this just like you're dreaming about it? No, this is like, this is what the rumblings are. It's kind of a disappointment to be honest. And again, it just like discredits like how great. So, cause like I said, the first time we talked, like a lot of the Queens on this season are really good Queens. Like, and they all were so good from the get go. Um, and those, finales are just like the concept behind them at the, after the last couple of years have been so fun it truly elevated the show i think the finale the wheel the lip syncs yeah that political episode is just like it's it's not funny and, and humorous and entertaining when like every day we're living that nightmare like I, I go to drag race to like not see that and like it's i get it was supposed to be like comic relief but like it's not yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting point to bring up yeah, maybe it's like the current climate is just so tough that America's Next Drag Superstar really like is the distraction, not the political advocate we might need. Well, I'm sure they also didn't plan on us all being locked inside and rednecks protesting that things are not real at this yeah. given moment. So Ugh. it's all just a mess. They should just pause <laughs> the whole thing. I'm just grateful that, you know, we still had Michelle Versage live from Tuckahoe reporting right wait where was she right i don't know i do miss her though i did miss her on the panel yeah yeah although jeff goldblum i love oh my god he was the best the dinosaur doctor (laughs) the dino that was killing me every time they said it they're like we got a dinosaur doctor and he was like crying at the end i love him that just showed how emotional that lip sync was as if they got that man tearing up watching them sing the katy perry firework I'm okay with not watching Celebrity Drag Race ever again. <laughs> right. I'm just going to, I would just watch literally for the drag queen mentors. Like that's why I'm watching is to see but what they're going to say and where. You should have known something was up because they didn't even tease up, like a hint of what the celebrity or who the celebrities were. Right. Yeah. It was, it was locked down like better than Lady Gaga locks down her music. Like it was shut down but whatever and then there was two things that came out that were actually really interesting is the follower count of the celebrities next to the drag queens the drag queens had like triple the amount that the celebrities had and then on top of it the mentor drag queens didn't actually do the makeup on the guys it was like three other it was like chanel mayhem miller and then another i saw this too nico thanked her on twitter uh Layla uh, uh, Layla McQueen, yeah. So it's like why, it's like all just a sham. There are no celebrities. The drag queen mentors really aren't doing the drag. Like, what's the point? They're providing the funny commentary because the celebrities were fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. It was I terrible. feel like Nico came on strong thinking like, I'm gonna win. I'm, you know, 
identify as queer or whatever. And like, I feel like he was harping on that and thinking like that would cause him to like win over everyone. And I feel like it completely backfired because I feel like he came off like a little unlikable. Yeah. Well, nobody loves Nico as much as Nico. And what he does very well is he is like the king of if somebody says something nasty about him, he's just, well, well, I still love you. Like, love is love, and you are love, and we're all love, and that's that's just love. But inside, he's just like, everyone hates me. I know it. <laughs> he's fuming. Wait, um, who called him? They said he was like the Rachel Dostiel, whatever her name is, of the gay yeah. community. Rachel <laughs> Dostiel, or whatever that and the woman was. Okay, do we want to shift gears to, I mean, the highlight of my week, which was The Real Housewives of New York? It was, it was a journey that I'm, I was ready to take, um, or so I thought. You know, right. the highs were high, the lows were high. It was, you know, the reemergence of a new Trace Amigas. Mm-hmm. So I was high, but I, I mean, I was, but it was still wild. Like, I know madness, start to finish. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, a lot of people are critiquing it online, like saying it lacks story or direction, but it's like, what are you watching the Real Houses of New York for getting drunk in a house in the Hamptons? That's all we really need. Yeah, we got to watch Ramona in that, wait, was this the same episode as like that dilapidated tennis court or is this the- No, this is the same episode. (laughs) So yeah, so I'm like, first of all, you clearly don't play tennis. And if you've been playing tennis your whole life, like you need a better instructor because it was like, she was doing the Mariah Carey of tennis. Like, oh no, Luann. She was just like standing there, just like whacking it. And then whacking it. It was like watching Daria on MTV, like playing volleyball. But more importantly than anything, that blackout drunken stupor by the pool was like. Are you so iconic? So relatable. (laughs) That, you know, tiki torches were such a trigger. Right. Can I say something about the tiki torches, though? I don't know if I buy it. Like, and this is where I kind of like teeter on not knowing like what the producers are pushing for and like what's real life. It's like, I've been to a couple of houses and I've never once seen a pool lined with tiki torches in the Hamptons. Right. First and foremost. And then also like, a so bizarre that she's you like granted you're drunk you're still coherent and you're in somebody's home like if you believe somebody owned something you wouldn't be ripping them out of the ground and throwing them off <laughs> unless i mean in my opinion but then also the next morning they just like were throwing them all into a pile they weren't like oh let's put these back where they belong around the yeah. pool they were like it was very weird, and I was like, I was enjoying the episode so much until the morning after, when I was like, this just isn't reading right. But that doesn't take away from like how wild the behavior was, like mid blackout. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I was expecting more antics from Ramona in the morning. You know, yeah. I thought she was gonna give like a big wild meltdown, but well, she can't act. So I think like we got her version of the, me- the meltdown when she was pretending to cry and she was like this is my house this is my home <laughs> i'm like if somebody did that if somebody even like did remotely anything close to like that i would go ballistic right 100%. i would hate to see someone take your vibrator and put it in chicken 
I dare them. I dare them. <laughs> I, first of all, I dare them to try to take my dildo. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's discuss, though, Leah calling out Tinsley and Sonia for them, you know, really harping on the ex-husband's last names, guys. Morgan. I mean, Sonia definitely does it far more than Tinsley, but Leah was, yeah, she was not going in. And, you know, she said the Morgan yacht has sailed. And, you know, Sonia, I think it has. I I think we need a rebrand. 100%. I think the difference is, though, is that Tinsley is not articulate in explaining what she says, but like Tinsley and her and Thomas, what's his name, Mortimer? Topper. Topper Mortimer. They actually mm-hmm. found love. They went to school. They were born and raised together. She's always been in kind of that society, let's say, whereas Sonia married into it and is clinging onto it for dear life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> family crust on the shoes. Right. I mean, but let's be honest, like, I'm sure we would too. Like, <laughs> if, we were, if we had a Morgan last name, when she's screaming, don't get all social light, social light on me. And then Sonia's like, don't get all socialist on me. Like, <laughs> I think like, I mean, anybody would probably claw onto that last name, like as long as possible. But it's just... Yeah, it's yeah. I think just go by Sonia, and everyone would know, you know, who she is. Yeah, one hundred. I wonder what her original last name was. She probably has that hit and deleted from the yeah. internet. Yeah. Um, let's dial back a little bit and- to talk about Luann's profuse flirting <laughs> with the dog groomers that were gay. Right? Did you get a gay vibe from them? First of all, I- and the- she also asked them if they did house calls. I'm like, they're at your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly. You know what uh, I mean? Like, I just, that's the, another thing where I'm like, okay, this is just bullshit. Like they told these, first of all, those were not straight men. Straight men with bodies and hair like that, who are that age that are grooming dogs at people's houses are not straight. So like when they were like, set up this table in this outdoor tub and this psychopath is gonna come over here and ask you to pet her down, like entertain her. I don't know. She's just, but, and then she was flirting with that Tennis tack too. Yeah. Which if you looked behind the sunglasses, because I looked closely, <laughs> he was not cute. <laughs> um, I just, you know, love a multilingual Luann. You know, she, she started speaking another language. She was speaking in tongues. <laughs> I was I was shocked. You know, I might be ready for um, you know, maybe a, a Spanish language album you know, an Italian song. The Countess could truly go international and I'm here for it. She should do I a Cinco de Mayo. Conspiracy theory. Wait, if you what? watch them, I said I have another conspiracy theory because <laughs> when I'm looking at like all the details, just like pinpointing when they're lying because I think that they are all just liars. If you watch when they're sitting around the table outside, like after Ramona was pretending to have Leanne, like whatever her name is, set the table. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, they, they're sitting around, they're talking, and Lou has a, like, a stemmed glass in front of her with, like, a dark liquid in it. And I looked at Alex, and I was joking, and I was like, is this bitch drinking? And then the next time they cut to her being around the table, that dark liquid was now in a, a shorter, like, a rocks glass. And it's, like, completely red wine. Like, you can tell it's red wine, but I feel like they saw 
there's a wine glass in front of her and there's red wine in it. And they're like, just put it in a smaller glass because the, the wine glass was gone in the next take. Huh. Look at you. You're doing like uh, Nancy Drew over there. Honey, I got nothing but time. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, well, I, when they were previewing like later on in the season, Luann like drinks vodka or something. Yeah. Everything in moderation, you know, Lou, if you want to drink, you've done your time. You can just responsibly. I also kind of feel bad knowing that like Leah admittedly has like not a drinking problem, but a problem with alcohol. So like it just, it, it hits people differently. Like some people cannot, like she has the ability to say she's not going to drink, which is great, but then she doesn't have the ability to like control herself when she does drink. So I think it's already kind of like a little iffy that, they're going all the way in on the let's get her liquored up and just see what happens. You know what I mean? It's like if I was to go to Coachella and be like, I don't do well with Molly. And you start by saying, just, well, start with a half and then we'll see what happens. It's like they're, they're easing her into just letting her go wild. Right. Yeah. This is not the group. Like it's six months ago was the first time she started drinking again. Like this is not the group that you would try to like, I don't know, join if you were like trying to take your drinking, not so seriously. Well, Cause Sonia clearly thinks she's trash. <laughs> I mean, not Sonia, Dorinda. Can't stop talking about the tattoos. Yeah. That's like, we get it. Like get over it. Dorinda's actually annoying the shit out of me, and I typically love her, but she's not, I just, she's got so much weight on her shoulders, you can tell, because she's not pleasant. Not herself. Her. She's not herself. Um, but My game is to figure out what she says on the first take. Sometimes I have to, like, rewind it and listen again, because she's just slurring through her jewel, but then try it next time. What I find surprising is that the Hamptons don't let Summer House film, but they let the Housewives film. Really? They don't let yeah. them film in the Hamptons? Uh, they're I like, know that. Some, like, not in East Hampton, at least. And they let, like, Ramona and Luann and the gals film there, so. Jesus. I do like it better than the Berkshires, though, I will say that. It felt, like, just fresher. They needed something different. The house is pretty. Also, do we buy into the like the basement drama? Yeah, I don't lower know. level. At the lower level. <laughs> where I'm just like, maybe I'm analyzing it too much, but I just think it's all so obviously reality TV is not necessarily reality, and they're going to be put in like situations where they have to discuss it. But it's just like, yeah. I would well, ask the question: Are people stupid enough to believe this? But then I I watch the news and I remind myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Luann has her, you know, place in Sag Harbor. I feel like, I'd be like, you know what? If anything, you know, put me in a real bedroom, not down in the basement where it apparently smells and there's spiders. You know, the Countess <laughs> deserves better. Right. I think that Lou just wanted to go out and drink and have a good time in the Hamptons, that she couldn't do that while the cameras were there. Mm -hmm. Also... Do we think that Ramona left them at her house? I do. <laughs> I do. I, do. I think if that, because she was so excited to go to that party and they were probably supposed to like film and go to that party. And yeah, they're like, we're just going to stay here. She went to the party. I truly believe Ramona is just the worst type of person. Oh, 100%. She's the 
best so type of reality star because she's an awful human being, but yeah. like authentically herself, a monster. Yeah. Authentically who she thinks people should see her. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like a persona of herself. Most of them are at this point anyway. Like they've created this persona and they're just following through with it. But Ramona's truly just like a shitty self-serving person. <laughs> oh my God, we have to talk about the wings on the vagina. <gasps> That's a choice. That was a choice uh, tattoo. And I hope that when she said she was, you know, getting some of them removed, I hope, you know, they were, uh, they're on the list. Well, poor gal, just when you thought she was in the clear with the tattoo conversation, she had to go and see, like, they had to go and see that. Twist. Plot twist. I was not expecting that. Right, that was a plot twist. Especially because... I'm liking, you know, the energy and, like, a little bit of what Leah's bringing to the table in absence of Bethany. They needed, you know, someone strong personality willing to just go for it and I kind of I feel like Leah's like not feeding too much into the bullshit and it's just like pretty straightforward so far from what we've seen from her yeah. so excited to like watch her watch her progression well she's like her own too which is great yeah I was nervous not having Bethany but you know the season has been oh never thought I'd say this Sorry, Bethany, but you know, the season is doing okay. Yeah, it's been a delight. And I like actually laugh. And when anything can make me like LOL belly laugh, yeah. it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you watch, um, we've all watched, right? The We're Here? Yes. I did not. Oh, you need to. Take a Xanax. I cried 58 times. I cried literally from three minutes in <laughs> to three minutes after the credits were done. Right. It's a good one. You have to let us know when you watch. That well, is something we should add to. If we talk about Drag Race and stuff, that I would talk it's about It's a that. series, right? So we'll be able to talk more about it. Yeah. I hope they were filming, because it seems like they filmed in the fall, both New York and Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's yeah. so, like, I wonder if they captured anything like in and around BravoCon. Oh, interesting. Like, that could be interesting to like, if they filmed them interacting with like, other other housewife franchises. Oh, die! Dynamics were like a crossover, but not. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, boys. <laughs> this one was so much fun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go put on my powdered colonial wig and churn some butter. Thank you, Gigi, <sighs> for the inspiration. <laughs> Great. Where can people insta stalk you? I'm gonna go um, look at. Jan Sports could be look that whilst in quarantine she didn't even have the time to paint a tit on the chest. But follow me at Demarzilli <laughs> at Prince Joe J zero E. And I also just want to say this: none of y'all followed my finsta and Anil. Um, I was already following you, so oh, I followed back. I followed back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a quick message from Roxy Earl from the Real Houses of Toronto talking about our favorite sponsor, Hey You. What am I doing with my time home, you ask? No, I'm not learning a new language. No, I'm not sleeping more. Instead, I am binge-watching reality TV. Because that is what people who go on reality TV shows do. They love reality TV. So... 
Now on Hey You, there's over 250 shows. That's right, 250 shows. Full seasons. You can binge watch the whole thing. It's available with your Rogers Ignite. So I'm watching The Housewives. I'm watching Million Dollar Listing. I'm watching The Kardashians. I'm watching it on Hey You. You should too. Tell me what you're up to. So easy. And you know what? Really, we're not doing anything else. All right. Let's give homegirl Olivia a call to talk about rich white women and Garcelle in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hey, Liv. Hi, how are you? Good. Hanging in there, hanging in there. Can't wait till I can like go wear my yacht wear and listen to some yacht rock. Oh yeah, yacht rock is so in right now. <laughs> I am just like obsessed with Sutton. Sorry to just like dive right in and not ask how your life is, but Sutton gave me so much life this episode. I have like a love hate thing going on. I love it in the sense that I'm I like want to study her. I'm so intrigued by her and like that she just I feel like she floats in this like bubble of yacht wear and like sound and like <laughs> just I don't know I'm so obsessed with it but it's so annoying also <laughs> right she's like such an interesting creature in a way yeah so let's talk about Erica Jane because she had such a special episode this episode we saw her cry twice I kind of forget what happened well, oh yeah for- she got the part on Broadway yeah and she cried with Tom and she cried when she was sitting with Garcelle like I just feel like she's actually like yeah. Giving it to us, which she needed to do because she's been like kind of hard to root for lately. And then I also kind of love that she was like, because like I'm always, I, I'm a, I love Erica, but I'm always, there's this voice in the back of my head when I watch Tom and Erica together where I'm like, eh. <laughs> I'm just not sure about it. And then she was straight up like, everyone's questioning my 20 year marriage. And I was like, oh shit, I was literally just questioning it and I really shouldn't be. Right. And that's what I was thinking too, just because 20 years is like, in LA especially like young women marry rich men all the time but they don't last 20 years right they're like until the next hot thing so the fact that they've made it 20 years is really impressive very impressive and he's 80 like I'm sorry if I'm 80 I'm not work I'm not waking up and putting on a suit that's for sure also I think she's lying about the sex being good or she said okay I think that they haven't had sex in a while for sure it right. feels very I, you can tell there's a lot of love there but it feels very um like companionshipy. Right. Like he's the father figure she's been missing and like yeah. he loves supporting her and taking care of her. Yeah. Do you think they banged it out though like early on when they met? They oh, had I to. Have. He was probably like a little like a playboy kind of hotshot guy right yeah i think they had plenty of sex at the beginning now it's just like that makes sense i don't want to be 80 like banging it out all day either and i'm sure she's over it too she's got other things to worry about right like her role on broadway can i tell you when she said like when she was at the strip club she would one day dream of being on broadway and then now she's on broadway like it made my like heart flutter i was like dreams really do come true no matter when for sure and she's worked really hard for it yeah. I will say, though, why is it the same part that Lisa Renna has played? Like, is it not a singing part? Can Lisa Renna sing? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that, too, because maybe that's, like, a guest role every year. They, like, cast somebody new. But mm. I think you have to sing. It's a musical. I just can't picture Lisa Renna, like, running, like, dancing around and singing in any type of, like, a pl- like pleasing way. 
Right. Well, she's like been on Dancing with the Stars. And then I think she came in like second during All Stars. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, also, like, side note, she should keep wearing wigs. She looks great in Right. Except there's one wig in the trailer with the bangs that looks really, really bad. But other than that, she really kills a wig. Yeah. And so then I'm so mad actually thinking about wigs is that remember Dorit posted this like green look with like a braid. They like flashed it in the episode, but we didn't get to see the full scene. Mm. I'm like sad that we're like not going to see a lot of the looks. Thank God she posts them on Instagram though. I know. I, oh, I can't get enough. I literally cannot. So let's actually talk about her really quick because we saw her new house Yeah. that she bought in her name. Okay. This is all weird, right? Really weird. Do you think that they're con artists or do you think that like he's just under legal trouble and she's using like money from the show in Beverly Beach? I think the latter. I don't think they're con artists, but I do think they're probably like trying to play a bit of a role. But my issue with production for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was it felt very much like Dorit came to them and was like, hey, okay, so like, listen, we need a whole episode to explain our housing situation. And like, just like, if you don't mind not cutting to certain things, it felt like they were in control of the episode and it was very much in their favor as opposed to like showing the realness that they keep preaching. Right, yeah, I get what you're saying. It seemed all like hyper-produced in a way it was brought up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just and, like, want- PK sat down, too, and they were, like, talking it out. Yeah, that was, that was, like, I was, like, what is happening? And especially because she's wearing that ridiculous hat. Like, I love a good look. You know what I mean? But that hat next to him, it all was so <laughs> jarring on screen. I know. Also, like, why, I don't, I've never, I've never purchased a home, so I don't know why that's a big deal. But, like, house being in her name, is that sketchy? Yeah, because I think, like, you have to run credit, right? So I think, like, he has no credit. Wow. Like, he's, like, just fucked up. It, he described it as a financial tsunami, but, like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, you spend above your means, and you're dumb about it. Probably, yeah. And then you could tell he totally lied to Dorit when she's like, yeah, it was a $2 billion company, right, babe? And he was like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, good. She's doing well for herself with the show and with Beverly Beach. I agree. I agree. I think that it's crazy too that you see in a lot of these shows where like the women become like the breadwinners. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool though. I love Doree, so she can do no wrong for me. Oh yeah, same, one hundred percent. Okay, let's touch base on Teddy's retreat. Would you go to Teddy's retreat? I was thinking I might actually go and enjoy it. As who? Like as myself, for sure. But as these women, I feel like Dorit's response, like on her face, was the perfect response when Teddy was like, I want you guys to want to go. Like, I want you to be there because you want to be there for accountability reasons. Teddy was like, well, I'm, I'm going to go to support you. That's the only reason that I'm going. Well, because Dorit looks fucking fantastic. She doesn't need to go to accountability camp. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to support you. And then Teddy's like, um, no, do not come to support me. Only come if you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little, like, odd. I think that Teddy's problem is she just wants to be a people pleaser, but it ends up causing so much more shit. Yeah, I agree. She just wants to make everybody happy, and it's, like, not a good look. Because at first, I get where she was coming from. She's like, don't feel pressure. Like, if you want yeah. it, you want it. But then 
the girls kept being like, okay, well, I'm going to come. So I hope you want me to come. She goes, well, I don't, I don't want you to come because I don't care if you come. So like only come if you, and I'm just like, oh my God, Teddy, stop speaking. Right. And then what's also weird is that there's an under layer of all these shows is that if a bunch of women come to support one of your businesses or whatever, it's like a truce that they all have. They try to support each other's like event launches, whatever. So I feel like when Dorit says like, I'm only coming so like you can get some airtime on the show is essentially what she's saying. And like, Teddy being like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, what? It's great for your business. Have everybody come, even if it's just for the dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, or just, be, just like have gratitude about it. Like, just say thank you for coming. Like, I appreciate it. Yeah. I think she's just such a cancer in the sense that she just like wants to make sure everybody feels happy and is like never, it's taking on the stress of it all, if that totally. makes sense. I just like, I feel the pain. She's, I feel like she's always in pain because she, <laughs> constantly t- takes in other people's emotion and personalizes everything yeah that's so she's constantly it. worrying about what she said to this or what like how that's gonna affect i'm just like teddy just relax yeah. and then we saw at the end of the episode <laughs> the preview for like the next episode where she's like you guys told me to be chill <laughs> chill and she's like sobbing <laughs> it's actually it's like not it shouldn't be funny but it is so funny i swear <laughs> Storming and she's, she's even more emotional. Uh, oh my god! I just decided I have to stand her because, like, literally everyone's like, "How is she still on the show?" One thousand percent. And Sutton's like, "Oh, she's gonna cry," or <laughs> with her little accent. And then and Teddy's like, "No, I'm not," and she's already bawling. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Um, oh, speaking of, we have to talk about um, Denise Richards being. <laughs> loopy on those drugs <laughs> and what the fuck was her husband bringing like i don't understand what he does i don't either it's like electric <laughs> vibrations <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like what is happening what does it have to do with her what did she have removed again it was like four hernias but then i was hernias. like what is a hernia and then i thought it was like she was getting her breast reduced like i was like didn't really understand what was happening well because you get Oh no, I was gonna say hemorrhoids, but that's not the same thing. No. <laughs> Hernia is when like like parts of your body like push out, right? I think so. No, that's a cyst now. Medical experts here. Empty <laughs> over here. <laughs> um, whatever it was, I love that she just really I don't know, she just gives zero fucks on camera, which shows which I like. Yeah, I do too. It, why did- I think she would be so funny to watch super loopy. Like, yeah. I wish the entire episode was her on the drugs. <laughs> I wish she went to Sutton's launch, <laughs> like, looped up. Me too. Oh, yeah, so Sutton's launch. Yeah. So, I mean, what was kind of iconic is to have the mayor of the city come to your event. That's, like, kind of major. The fact that he had no idea who she was and what her name was was actually so funny. She's like, "Who? what's the name of the woman who I'm here for? <laughs> And then her asking about the parking tickets and the law regulations. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like, as a viewer, I love it. But, like, I always have this tendency to put myself in the position of the other women as if I was in that situation. And if I was in that situation, I would be annoyed. Right. Then I'm, like, like battling this inner feeling. (laughs) I was trying to explain to David, like, he's like, how long do you think this shit's going to last? I'm like, forever. Because eventually we're going to be able to put on VR glasses and be at Sutton's launch. (laughs) 
don't you think i would love that like we're just literally going to be looking around as though we're there so we can like literally it's not going to be an inner battle anymore because we're there reacting right also i read somewhere that it was like and i so agree with this sutton it's almost like when someone has such an advantage in life and they don't take an advantage they don't take advantage of it and i feel like she has so much she has such a large ability to have such a great style and a great fashion sense, but there's a difference between having expensive pieces and having good style. Right, 100%. It hurts my soul to see some of the outfits. Like, get a stylist, you know? Yeah, especially when you're preaching that you're the fashion girl and that, like, Dolce makes you custom things and gives you a tiara for your birthday every year. Right. It's what... The joke's on her almost because these designers are like, wow, this bitch has no style but is willing to pay for whatever. Right. It's like also, that- do, you think, do you find Lisa Rinna as a little bit of a, a little bit of a cheerleader for her? In for Sutton? Yeah. I think that she's like, I think it's like she brought her into the circle. So she's like trying to make sure she sticks around, I feel. So you get like a good vibe from it, not like a, like a cringy vibe. No, I don't, I don't get a cringy vibe. Okay. I think that she's probably, like, I think Lisa Renna loves, like, rich people. And I think that she knows, like, Sutton's a good replacement for, like, Lisa Vanderpump in terms of, like, having wealth. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm going to support her. <laughs> okay. Well, I like that. Sometimes I, I don't know um, how I feel about things until they play out. So right now I wasn't sure if she was, like, a supportive friend or, like, a weird cheerleader. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though, because she can have those, like, cringy moments. Like, when Eileen was on, she was kind of up Eileen's ass the whole time. Yeah. I get okay, it. I'm glad you're on the same page about that. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's I think that it's, like, kind of dark but funny at the same time. Lisa Renna has, like, a deep-rooted, like, hatred for Lisa Vanderpump. And the fact that, like, Lisa Vanderpump's gone, she wants a show to succeed so badly like as a revenge that she's going to do any and everything. And she probably like, this bitch is good for the show. She's rich. She's like a lunatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Um, I, her tagline she told Us Weekly was, I might be Southern, but don't ring my bell. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. <laughs> I just wish we got to see that though. That's so funny. Uh, okay. What did we see from Kyle this episode? She was barely in it. She just did the Yacht Rock lunch with Sutton. Oh, right. I think it was because the first episode was so Kyle that they were like, okay, we got to check in on the other girls. Did you know about Yacht Rock? That's the real question. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? And she's like, I was thinking in my brain. (laughs) Like, all of her things. If you rewatch the scene, she says, like, the craziest things. Also, she made that guy take back the drink before she was done. (laughs) That was my favorite. These are my bicep curls. (laughs) (laughs) I like, she's, I'm so obsessed with her. And she said, it would be nice to to make some money. I don't know what that's like. Not that I need to, but it would be cool. I was like, what? (laughs) I definitely want to see her with some of the other women. Like, I want to see some of the dynamics one-on-one with Sutton, though, because I feel like Kyle isn't it like Kyle's not right. her her buddy yeah you know? exactly because people like for oh you don't watch New York but a housewife can bring something out of another housewife like Garcelle making Erica cry at that lunch like you know what I mean like you can have like good moments mm-hmm. Kyle is not having it I would love to see her and Denise Sutton and Denise <laughs> <laughs> just tossing back reposados 
Oh, okay. Well, I'm interested to see more of Sutton. I know she's not a permanent cast member this year, but I hope she has like larger. Well, okay. So she was supposed to be full time and she shot with her kids, her husband. She shot a promo look. She shot the cast photo, but last minute, right before contracts or whatever, her husband pulled out and said, the kids can't be on screen. Anything that she's filmed with the kids and him can't be on and that's like part of being full-time you have to show your like relationship your kids your business so i feel bad for her she got fucked okay well that makes me okay that makes me feel better about her so it wasn't producers pulling her it was no yeah and that's like she has her own events that's like she's on the cash trips i just feel really bad like her ex-husband sounds like a monster yikes that's too bad yeah but all in all i feel like we're in for a good season like that episode made me happy it felt like kind of like older beverly hills in a way yes i agree and okay what are you looking forward to most just from the preview oh my god next week apparently the episode's called dinner party from hell 2 i love dinner party from hell right and bravo's doing this thing now where they don't put the best moments in like the trailers or like the previews you know so i think that dinner for kyle next a week is going to be crazy. Okay. I'm Teddy storming off. And then I just he- like the dynamics because I feel like Sutton doesn't care and Denise doesn't care other than obviously the touchy subject, but like right. <laughs> so many women who just like are in their own bubbles and they just don't give a shit. And that makes for the best TV. Right. 100%. And I think Garcelle's going to be a, a like loose cannon, like towards the second half. Can you see her getting, like, Kim Richards? Or do you think she's going to keep it classier, like Lisa Vanderpump? No, I think she's going to become, like, a little, like, savage, like, Brandy-esque. Because she was on Watch What's Happened Live, like, openly saying she does not like Kyle. And that's, like, a bold statement. Bold statement. So I think she's going to be fun. Did she say why? Um, She just thought she was a little fake. Hmm. Yeah, that's hard. Kyle's another one that's kind of hard to read because she's an OG. So obviously, you, I mean, what either you hate or you don't, you still like to see her on your television. Right. I'm just You're like, sometimes, sometimes I love it because she goofs around. I find her really funny. Like when her and Teddy were drunk in France. Yes. That was so funny. And like you see a light side to her, but then also you see this really like vindictive, like two-faced duplicitous side and I'm just like I don't know which one's like real right yeah I think for me the LVP takedown was so poorly timed as somebody that should be one of her best friends that I was like that showed a side of her that she just really wants to be like that popular girl for sure that's the cringy part about it but I don't think she's gonna get a good edit this season because that first episode they made her look like a moron with the fashion they did which was interesting because what on like last week when we chatted, I was like, Oh, it's so Kyle centric. I feel like producers are like like trying to put her in the best light kind of thing. And then the more I reflected on it, I was like, She got a lot of airtime, but it wasn't like good airtime. <laughs> it's true. They basically like made fun of her the whole episode. Um, okay, last thing that I want to talk about for Dorit, because I could talk about Dorit the entire episode. <laughs> Do you like her new house or did you like her old house better? Um, I like her new house because the old house 
I know this is going to sound so creepy and weird, but the driveway, do you remember her driveway? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was so stressful for me that she has to get in the SUV with Jagger and drive down that every day. Like, I just am so happy that she can like have a normal driveway. Or like, I think there's like, don't quote me on this, but there's probably like eight episodes or eight scenes with different women coming to her house to pick her up. And they're all, and she's always like, you can tell they're like looking around that corner trying to get <laughs> down the driveway without scraping their nice ass car. <laughs> it's so, that drive, driveway stressed me out every time. And she gets a new closet. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. I also just like the airiness of her new house. Like I yeah. like how it's like a, kind of a mo- modern farmhouse. Right. It is very light. Thinking about it now, this was like a house episode. We saw Denise's new house, Garcelle's new house, Dorit's new house. Oh, also the Denise thing. So she only filed because Charlie Sheen had filed. Right. Which they didn't put in last the last episode. Yeah, they didn't really, they did a shitty job last time of explaining it. It was just like Teddy going to Denise being like, you're a coward and a liar. That's what Charlie said. <laughs> Like, didn't explain (laughs) the case or anything. Yeah, and that makes me, like, feel – that gives me a lot more, like, sympathy for Denise because I'm like, wow, that must be be a really difficult situation to deal with because Charlie Charlie Sheen seems like a whack job. Oh, my God. I was thinking that, too. Like, she – I feel bad for her because on top of all the stuff that's going to come out this season, she lives in a day-to-day co-parenting life with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Like, how stressful is that? Yeah, and, like, to quote Khloe Kardashian, she said that co-parenting is one of the most difficult things she's ever had to do. And could you imagine having to do it with Charlie Sheen? Right, I can't. And on top of it, like, not that this is, like, bless her heart for this, but one of her daughters has a learning disability. So she has to be a much more hands-on parent. Like, Mm -hmm. I I can't imagine her stress level. And she looks, like, great. I would look, like, literally like i was electrocuted every day i know she's definitely has a natural beauty to her yeah and oh my god her confessional look with the pony and the pink i like gasped i was like yes i know so good oh what do you think about all of the women having their neon looks um i hated the cast photo yeah but i like their intro card looks yeah me too me too i just for beverly hills do you I'm like obsessed, but there's Real Houses of Cheshire and the Real Houses of Melbourne. They wear like ball gowns. Really? Like in their cast photos. Like, I'll send you some. Okay. It's like in Beverly Hills, that's what I want. I want them in like actual ball gowns. Yeah. Or when they did the, they did like the medals for a couple of seasons where one was like gold. And the right, other right, was right. Like silvers. Which is I a lot get, more upscale. Yeah. I get that they had to take a risk. You know what I mean? I just didn't think it paid off. It was almost like, it was almost like they were going to like a bougie Coachella party. <laughs> they're like neon, yay! But I, I mean, want it, it. Doesn't help that they're all like a little washed up, and it's like a disco. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you have? You've obviously seen the Houses of Atlanta photo, yeah, right? Yeah. That is like that was like Beverly Hills quality that I wanted from them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They miss it. Okay, well, maybe I'll start the first season of The Real Housewives of New York. No, no, no. Don't start the first season. Just because it's so – it's a different show now. I'm going to text you the season to watch. Maybe just okay. watch when Bethany comes back. But, okay. like, the past three seasons of New York, I say, are, like, the most perfect seasons. 
okay. of any housewife city. Have you ever watched Orange County? I watch every single English-speaking city in the whole world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really think you're going to like New York just because of the comedy vibes and the fact that the women are 100. It's a contrast of Beverly Hills. They're authentically themselves. Okay. Like, like they're, they're monsters. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for doing this. This is actually so fun because I love that you're just as obsessed with it as I am. Sorry, Liv and I got cut off right there, but thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, you can follow us at This Is Thirst, Thirst is with a Y on Instagram. We're doing some fun memes of your favorite Real Housewives. Uh, you can give me a follow at A-N-E-A-L Joshua on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys really. And once again, just sending you just a big positive hug, a virtual hug. We're going to get through this. <laughs> I wish I had stronger words of encouragement, but all I have is hope and positivity. And I know that happier days are to come. And as long as you're healthy and have the time to listen to this podcast, you're doing fine and we can get through this together. And always remember the thirst is real.